0: And I think it's easy to get lost in chaos um, because everything is important and urgent and it will burn the house down. And so I think having those uh, checklists are the backbone of a Mm. smooth transaction. And then when you're working with the general public um, and you have a team, they often try to put people against each other.
1: Welcome to Agent Success Podcast. If you're a real estate agent looking to succeed in today's crazy market, well, you're in the right place. Each week, we talk with successful real estate agents willing to share their expert insights, trade secrets, and mindset that help them to succeed. There's no fluff, just straight to the point content that prioritizes one thing above all, your success. So without further ado, let's cut to the chase. Welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase. I am here with a good friend, Miss Tiffany Kennedy. How are you, Tiffany?
0: I'm do- I'm doing great, Tim. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing awesome. Remember I'm like my name like that. I like
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I had something in my mouth and I, <laughs> you know. <it's, laughs> okay, I know what happened in
0: the
1: <laughs> Yeah. All yeah, right. There we go. Um, so <laughs> what what I want to do is I want to have you introduce yourself and tell us what it is that you do. What, you're a, a florist or are you a burger flipper. What is it that you do?
0: Um, I eat hot chips for oh. a living. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I'm a hot chip taster. Uh, taste tester, <laughs> nice. a taste tester. Yeah. And you do real estate um, on the side. And I'm a side hustler is uh, real estate. No, gotcha. I, uh, and do creative investing in real estate. Um, my goal and what I like to say I do is teach people how to build wealth through real estate.
1: And this is for your clients that you, this is
0: for everybody. I think okay. we don't know what we don't know. And, um, you know, my husband and I are on a constant pursuit of, um, improving our knowledge and mm-hmm. um, reaching people and adding value to people and of course adding value to our own lives yeah so um, sharing is caring in our book and and wealth can there's going to be so much wealth transferred in, through real estate in the next you know 24 months oh, yeah. 36 months and I would just want to help provide that resource and information to people so that they don't get left behind
1: I really like that because when in dealing in like mortgages and real estate somebody comes to you and they say, Oh, well, XYZ chop shop lending is offering a 16th of a point lower on rate, which is going to save me $8 a month. Mm-hmm. And they get, they, they, commoditize it. And then we have the opportunity at that point to say, I understand. Let me show you how I'm going to make you $40,000 over the next decade. Mm-hmm. let let's, let's look at the whole plan here. Let's not just look at one tiny little you know, aspect of a great plan. Yeah,
0: and I think we've we have created a society that wants that immediate gratification, mm-hmm. that immediate um, sense of win. Yeah, and so it is our job as leaders of our own self, but leaders and guides yeah. to help people understand that there are other options that may be a better fit um, when you look at the mm-hmm. bigger picture.
1: Well, and looking at that bigger picture, let's look at food as an example. I want a hamburger. Well, I could probably pick one at McDonald's for two bucks or whatever. I'd- I don't know, something like that, right? Plastic, Real whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Or I can go get a really, really good uh, locally sourced hamburger. But this one's going to cost me, you know, 12 bucks. Because mm-hmm, it's bison. Now, it's really if I, <laughs> but, if I, but if I look at that and I say, but the hamburger is the same. Now, it gets weird in our industry because when it gets commoditized, mm-hmm. then we end up doing something like, well, yeah, it's still a hamburger, but it's almost like I can't explain to you, it's difficult to explain to you, the quality difference through the process, right? It's, it's a massive quality difference, but at the end of the day, it's still a hamburger, mm-hmm. right? And then the, then you get the, the client or the, you know, the home buyer that says, yeah, but um, okay, with a hamburger, or I'm sorry, with your service, I got, I got to, Tim, I got to live with this interest rate for 10 years. Well, with a hamburger, you got to live with the crap that you just stuck in your body for quite, for quite a while too. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, at what level of service do you, do you want? And can we say you're going to be healthier and stronger? You're going to live longer and you're going to, you're going to be able to be better for your family eating better. So then we look at that here, you're going to be better and stronger and more financially independent doing it this way. And then how do we explain that to our clients? Right. And mm-hmm. that's, that's sometimes the challenge mm-hmm. when we get into the, the TikTok brain of this rate's better than that rate. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I right? think we
0: got to teach people how to play the game you know, And I think to allude to your food and building wealth, mm-hmm. I mean, health is wealth, right? Yeah. And we have to teach people uh, how to think, mm-hmm. how to ask better questions yeah. so that they can really get where they want. Mm-hmm. I think it starts with helping people get clear on what it is they want.
1: It's funny, um, this time of year, everybody likes to do goal setting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, by January... Second, they, they don't even know where the piece of paper is at that they that they wrote the goal on. But this time of year, it's on people's minds, and we've been doing this for a couple of days in our office. And one thing that you'll notice is people, first off, generally they want a feeling more than they want. Well, whatever. emotion
0: engage engages or ignites energy, and mm-hmm. that's motion and action, yeah. right? And so when you have that. Uh, energy around something you're more—it's an anchor to yeah. achieve what you know, whatever it is that you're so, setting out.
1: But then you look at that as as a home buyer. What is my goal? Is it a feeling? Okay, mm-hmm. maybe it's a feeling. I want to feel good that I provided for my family. I want to feel good that my kids are in a you know a certain area or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also beyond that, um, from a financial standpoint, I want I want to feel like I made a good decision, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that you um, nailed on the feeling part because pain moves people more so than pleasure and so it's a a human tragedy really (laughs) it it really is and so when you look at the top 10 reasons why people are moving um a lot of that is you know there's relocation but the biggest one is to be by family Mm. and so when you find motivation you typically find their pain there and that is the emotion behind it yeah um you know so i think it, it works on both sides there because there is pleasure yeah. And when you've had the pleasure, though, is most times you're lulled into complacency yeah. versus the pain, you're forced to make a move.
1: Yeah. The pain has to be strong enough to force you to move, though.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you've had enough, you've had enough and you'll move on. Yeah. And that's in any from your interest rates to your housing mm-hmm. situation to life to relationships. It's uh, it encompasses everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, let, let's let's jump off this really quickly and ask you, where do you work?
0: Um, I work at the Keller Williams Partners, mm-hmm. um, the Homebound team.
1: Off of uh, Powers, right? Mm mm-hmm. okay. Tut and Powers. So it's the Homebound team, and that's your you and Brian's team. Mm hmm. Yes. Okay. How long have you been doing the Homebound team?
0: Um, well, it's changed names over the years. However, I've been licensed in our community for 20, since 2013, so okay. 10 years this oh, year. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: well, excellent. Mm-hmm. You're a decade old. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, in dog years, you're close to death, but I am we're just not counting I am starting, <laughs> my friend. I love you and no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so you run on a team?
0: Yes, I do. Okay.
1: How long have you had, how long have you, has, has it been an actual team? Has that been from day one or did it take a while to decide to become a team? Mm,
0: my first year I was by myself. Um, Shelly was a client of mine and joined me um, Right out, I was pregnant with Jack. So mm-hmm. Brian, Shelley, and Myra—it was um, basically they all joined in play. And Myra is still a- an agent here, but no longer on the team. Sure. Um, Shelley's—is
1: like, she like your TC, your manager uh, or something? Yeah,
0: Shelley is my director of operations, okay. and she started as my TC, and now she's you know my trusted partner. She's yeah. my right hand lady.
1: I was gonna say she's been around since the first time I met you guys. Yeah, she's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and w- what? I guess, what was the driving factor of maybe being pregnant that drive you into having a team? Uh, what what was the decision there? Because most agents, they dream of having a team because they want to be, um, you know, the, the, the ruler of the team, so to speak. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm calling the shots or whatever. And maybe that's not the main thing. But that's, you know, that's something. But it's hard for them to achieve that team status. It seems like you guys have been a team for a very long time.
0: Um, thank you. You know, I think there's teams and there's groups. And sometimes over the years, if I'm being honest, we've kind of teetered between groups Group and team. team. Mm. And um, yes, yeah, so the driving force is that you can't do everything yourself. And okay. part of me um, doing what I can to become the best leader, I realize that I need people that are better at things that I'm not so good at. Yeah. I understand my strengths and mm-hmm. I'll surround myself with people that are really good at my weaknesses. Yeah. Um, I'm fortunate to have married, you know, a man that's very, uh, he compliments my weaknesses because yeah, <laughs> yeah. he has accountability and like structure yeah. and all that. And I, I have no idea what
1: that is. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> well, he, he, he's so good at it that he coaches it, yeah, right? He coaches at yeah. a high level
0: <laughs> yeah. and, you know, people are scared of that accountability, but yeah. really what he's doing is holding people capable of what yeah. they say they want.
1: Not accountable. But capable, a capable,
0: and I appreciate that play yeah. on words because I am capable of a lot of things that I put. I just don't create that time blocking necessarily um, yeah. to achieve those things. And he's there to remind me. Often I don't really care for his reminders. However, he gives them to me, and I appreciate. It can, it, them it can, it can be after very. It
1: can be very annoying when it's happening.
0: Yes, and so I have to check myself and be like, okay, like I told.
1: After the, I would this. say after like the third reminder for humans like you and I, maybe you start to like. You know, the first one, you're just like, yeah, yeah. Second one, you're like, dude. Yeah, get it. Get off of the case. Back it up. Mm -hmm. Third one, you're like, okay, yeah, I know I got to do that. Fourth one, you're like, it's actually a pretty good idea. (laughs) 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 I might want to do that sometime.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a cycle. It's a life cycle. Um, And we've had agents come and go uh, throughout the years, you know, and... The reality is um, we have a different structure of how we conduct business yeah. and we love our checklists and our accountability. Um, and so huge in,
1: in that we call it sweat. Same way every time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just and mm-hmm. it, it makes it to where, uh, you know, real estate agents, loan officers, entrepreneurial brains and salespeople in general chase a lot of squirrels. They have a lot of really great ideas, but actually executing all the way to the end is very difficult, but if you have a system in place, now all of a sudden it's like, well, we can't go to step four, Tim. Come on, we're on step two, mm-hmm. dude, like like back well, it up.
0: And I think it's easy to get lost in chaos because um, everything is important and urgent and it will burn the house down. And so I think having those uh, checklists are the backbone of a mm-hmm. smooth transaction. And then when you're working with the general public, Um, and you have a team, they often try to put people against each other. And when Hmm. everybody is on the same track, and you have templated, uh, you know, responses, Mm -hmm. and uh, certain contracts and verbiage that is used, you can easily have that CYA. I mean, you have to have a PhD and and CYA in this business, and everything has to be in writing. And I think that that is an extra layer of just okay. Did I do this? And there's a certain Dem- satisfaction of checking that off too.
1: There is. Uh, it's 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 like an it's like a bunch of little accomplishments as you as you go along.
0: But the thing is, too, is you have to be smart. I think the business, real estate agents need to work the business side of the business. And a portion of that are your systems and your models Mm -hmm. and how you execute on that. I believe that you should streamline. You shouldn't be touching things multiple times. If there is a system around it, we have phenomenal tools available to us now more than ever. AI. Get on, chat GPT and say, what is a checklist for a real estate (laughs) transaction? Here you go. Boom. In 30 seconds, your
1: brain You've, you you lose the ability to
0: critically think. You can, there's that.
1: <laughs> and you can build on that over time, but you at least correct. have the initial structure. Correct. Right?
0: Or connect yourself with like-minded, you know, agents and leaders in the community. There's plenty of phenomenal uh, groups and firms out there that create mm-hmm. leverage points and give you resources. I mean, yeah. we call it the ABCs, right? You add value, you be resourceful, and in turn, you create a raving fan base. Hmm. And that is how you grow a strong business is from those type of foundations.
1: Very, very simple. ABC. Right? I like
0: to keep it simple. Yeah. Because it, we make things too complex. It's already complex. Why do we do that to ourselves?
1: So I was, a, I was watching a podcast the other day and there was a there, a guy way, way, way smarter than anybody I know on there talking about basically the, the foundational building blocks of the universe, right? Take an object, anything that is there and then can, you know, go away is an object. And his, his in a nutshell, his point was – how do we break down the structure of the object to build the object and you break it all the way down to atoms, right? And there's a flow to like build a rock, like in the, for the universe to develop a rock, right? There's a a flow of things that that take place. And when you can understand the complete flow of how that happens, you can eliminate like say 50% of the steps that are in there to actually achieve all those atoms coming together. Mm -hmm. And then you look at that on a business standpoint, can I, you know, all these things have to happen to close a real estate deal. Mm -hmm. Well, can I take those building blocks and say, well, this 50%, really, why are we bouncing the file back and forth? Why are we having this person do this and then this person? Is there a clean flow? And like you said, with the ABC, right? It's it's just clean. It makes sense. Go straight.: Well, through. I
0: think it goes back to the 80/20 rule and that's applied in all aspects of life, right. Mm-hmm. And so I think we get lost in the 80% when the reality is is 20% of our activities are really generating what we want. Um, and it's small. It goes back to yeah. doing things small. It's a quantum leap. It's a small mm-hmm. change. It's a simple system to put into play um, that will yield great results for yeah. you. Uh, we uh, often convolute, and I think to your point of the atoms, you know, you look at the way the dominoes are set up, and, yeah. and we are big Big readers, and we uh, coach to the one thing. Yeah. Many times, people are focused on that thirty seventh domino. Yeah. The the first one yeah. is the the one you need to knock yeah. down, and it can be that simple. Yeah, and I think we we tend to get over, you know, just get too much.
1: So uh, let's let's break that down a little bit for everybody who is interested in how um, in how you do stuff. I remember at one, I was at a. I mean, it was like probably one of the first events we ever did together. It had to be. Oh my gosh! Like eight or two years ago, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, remember, I remember you stood up, and I I was I was hosting the mm-hmm. event, oh, I remember and that. yeah, and I remember you talking about. It was the first time I ever heard LP Mama.
0: Oh, that's my favorite. That I like live by that, and, and so, I you know I wasn't my brainchild. I was fortunate and smart enough to understand that. I need a coach and I have a business coach. I have a real estate coach. I have a health coach. I mean, we have coaches Mm. in our lives to really hone in on those things. And so at that time I was uh, coaching with Corcoran group and they had taught me the simple structure of a call. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is applied in all conversations that we have as real estate agents. Yeah. And it's, I, it's so engraved in me that I ingrained that I don't even know that I'm doing it when yeah. I'm having regular conversation. That's the perfect
1: kind when you get to that, right? Yeah. I
0: love that because LP mama really helped me on the fly. When you're building your business, you're grinding it out. You're in the yeah. tent, you're in the trenches, you're, mm-hmm. you're doing what it takes to get it done. And a lot of times you're, caught off guard like hey i'm calling about one two three main street everyone yeah. calls about that that <laughs> house you know it's a really <laughs> very famous house one two three main street <laughs> is probably
1: the most popular house in america <laughs> i think yeah.
0: so on every, really every street. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's too hard like this is just easy i've worked on
1: one two three main street loans a hundred times yeah, a lot of contracts yeah. on that
0: yeah. on that property yet to be exempted but a lot um anyways yeah, you know. l is uh the lp mama l is location yeah uh, price motivation agent, mm-hmm. mortgage, and appointment. And so when I, you just remember those, you can flow through the dialogue, throw, flow through mm-hmm. a call or a conversation, Oh, is that the only area of town you're looking for? And that's your location. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that you know. Yeah, I know homes in that area range from three fifty to four fifty. Is that a comfortable I mean, price, price point for gotcha. you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you know? Are you currently renting right now? Or are you having to sell your home? Mm-hmm. You find their motivation. Are you PCSing? What does that look yeah, like? Yeah. Oh, uh, you've seen open houses or you've been in places. But out of curiosity, are you seeing that with an agent? You certainly yeah. don't want to sign cross with anybody. Yeah, sure. Um, and then, awesome, uh, will you be needing a loan? Or are you bringing suitcases of cash for the deal or doing a 1031? Yeah. You can then introduce them to your preferred lender um, to make sure. 719 lending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and um, awesome. Well, based on this, it looks like, well, you know, I'd love to sit down and visit with you. I have this time and this time yeah. available. Um, and, and so you've, you've
1: hit all those. You Boom. Hit that, yeah. yeah,
0: you hit them all. And you can go, you know, they might start talking about something because what's the one thing people like to talk about the most? Themselves. Themselves. Yeah. And if you ask better questions, you get them talking about them, and mm-hmm. then you leave memorable, even yeah. though you didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> you just held the space for them to talk about mm-hmm. their most prized possession themselves. <laughs> I like I like
1: Chris Voss's approach to that. You know, I love Chris Voss. Yeah, where, he's, where he talks about the uh, – um, like an inquisitive statement, restating the last part of their sentence,
0: mm-hmm. because they feel validated,
1: validated,
0: mm-hmm. and, and
1: heard and, and seen, heard and seen. Yeah, it's all the things. You see, and you just keep going. Yeah. It's, it's 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 amazing. It's that that is a uh, that's a very cool uh, process. But I like this. So what I like about the LP moment to me, when the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, well, I don't practice real estate but what can I come up with in mortgages that's similar to that? Because that's really cool. So what it does, though, is you know I hit the L, mm-hmm. I hit the M, I hit the P. And through natural conversation, mm-hmm. you can hit all those elements. Do you guys use like a like a cheat sheet or anything yeah, on the phone?
0: I, or you just write down LP Mama, and then I'll write their notes right there. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. There, you can do it any other way. Right now it's in my brain. Yeah. Um, and when I first started out, I would always – I always had a notebook in my car with a pen attached to it because mm-hmm. chances are I was in my vehicle. I'm in the field. And so that At was a my car office.
1: wash, eating French fries, and yeah, phone crying was. in yeah. my car. <laughs> 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 this is Tiffany. I'd love to help you. What's your location? <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, it's real life. Yeah, that's, that's, that's real life. So, um, why would somebody want to join a team? Because most agents aren't on a team, right? So well, at least I, th- I don't think they are. Why would somebody want to?
0: Um, I guess that would be discovered uh, through a series of asking what they really want out of the business, why they get started into it. I can tell you mm-hmm. why people don't join a team is because they think they're taking half of their commission.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And and that may be true for some. Yeah. And. And it's different for a lot because there is leverage, there Mm -hmm. is community, um, and people, I think, at at the end of it, want to be a part of something bigger than just them. And you can accomplish more together. Um, You can lean in. You Mm. can have coverage for different, you know, from inspections to open houses to actually being present with your family. You don't have to be the front line all the time. Yeah. And you can create um, you know, certain bunkers and protection to protect your time. You know, right now we're trading time for money. Mm -hmm. And my goal is to teach people how to stop trading their time for money by using and being smart in real estate. Yeah, And that starts with the agents and it starts, you know, teaching them how to build the business side and build Mm -hmm. a, a really big business that you can be proud of and doing it by design, not by a default system that you just show up and boom, it's just coming in
1: and that default system i always say that you know that the, somebody shows up and it just starts working they better figure out how and why that's working really quick right you usually it doesn't work that way meaning usually they don't just show up in the businesses there but sometimes an agent or a loan officer that will happen to them, and they show up. They're like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know where these clients are going." It's just kind of working, talking to people. Well, mm-hmm. you better you better get systemized really quickly because when that stops, you better know what calls do I make. What so so let's can we jump to that really quickly with your team? Do you guys have um do you have certain roles for certain um parts of the transaction. So some teams do that where it's like this person shows houses, this person does listings, this person writes kind of, is that how mm-hmm. you guys are structured? Or is everybody kind of independent? And then um, you come together as a group and leverage off each other. Okay. How, how is yeah, that?
0: Yeah, th- that's a great question. Um, you, so we have our success team and um, <laughs> we have our success
1: team. Well, oh, that's my phone. <laughs> You know, that was funny. My alarm went off and your purse dropped. So I think, I, I what think uh, whatever we were about to talk about, don't talk about it. The universe is the ghosts are like, knock yeah. it off, right? Knock it off. So um, have you tried both ways? Let me put it that way. Have you tried having it to where individual people do individual things? And have you done it where people are independent? Because um. it seems to me that that would be a natural thing to try, right?
0: Mm, okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm just going to tell you what we do. Um, because <laughs> right. it's, it's you know, what we do. Yeah. And um, the reality is, is we have a success team. The success team um, is there to live in the inbox, is to help create leverage mm. on creating contracts and different yeah. things like that. It's ultimately up to the agent to review those contracts, anything gotcha. that their name is on. They help do some of the 80% Of their job, Um, that's really the lane of the success team Mm -hmm. is to revolve in the eighty percent, so that the agents can stay in their high lane of twenty percent. And when you have a team, I think of it as a highway, and we're all driving down the highway, and we all have our respectful lanes. Mm -hmm. And once you start drunk driving across all the lanes, inevitably there's going to be an accident at some point. And a lot of times, I take responsibility that accidents were called by the leadership, right? Swoop and swoop and poop leadership, you know, certain things like that. Um, it, th- those are real things. I, mean, I think she's uh, writing down swoop and poop. Okay. Well, I mean, it's the, it's the reality. I'll yeah. swoop in, I'll on them. Like I need all these things done. And then it completely diverts them from what the real tasks, what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make that realization as a leader to not do that and to respect their lanes um, and trust them. It's not going to be done exactly the way I'm going to do it. And the part of me that grows as the leader is allowing them to develop the system the way, because it might even be better. And I have to be able to let go um, because it's not me go, it's we go together. Mm-hmm. So the agents, I don't, I've never thought it was a good idea for anybody, especially the consumer to yeah. have an agent just be a buyer's agent or just be a listing agent. Gotcha. And so I realized that, um, you know, especially the newer agents. And I've worked a lot with newer agents coming into the business. I want them to be a well-rounded agent, Mm -hmm. let them naturally decide if they want to do more listings. It's a completely different breed than a buyer's agent. And so, and there's different time commitments, different levels of conversation, roles that are played. And so they have to discover, but they don't know what they don't know unless they give it a shot and try it. Um, So we typically run along the listing side with them. We use a lot of our resources And I want them to learn that side of the business, um, same being with the buyers and then they get to decide, um, and they naturally do that. Yeah. You know,
1: just what, what what best fits me
0: mm-hmm.
1: in how I want to do my business.
0: Yeah. And I have had plenty of agents that they are buyer. They want to work with buyers. Like mm-hmm. they, that is their love language and they want to serve, especially our military. Yeah. They've been hurt at some point throughout the buying process. That's what was their pain and motivation of getting into it. Yeah. Um, through their that's experience. It, that's, that's
1: interesting. I have seen that a lot of agents. Yes.
0: That, and that's why their motivation of why they're doing what they're doing is to serve at that level. And so by all means, let's cultivate. I, that had a hor- I had a horrible experience. Your niche.
1: I know I can do better for everybody and I'm not, I'm going to deliver better than what I received.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important that we help understand we, we have their niche or their niche or whatever. I I play on words, right? Well, it, so the riches are in the niches. And so understand the niche that you want to serve. And then those are your people. Yeah. Cause not everybody's your people and it's okay to not be yeah. everybody's people.
1: Okay? You don't, you don't want to be around those people. I, anyway. I'm, I'm
0: like, yeah, I'm done with the people. Yeah, the people yeah. that are not
1: my people. The people that aren't your people yeah. are not the right people for you to be spending your people. People ain't around. On. Yeah, you yeah. don't want people around with the wrong people. That's, true. That's for dang sure. There's a lot of people <laughs> going on here. Was it difficult to hire your your first salaried employee? Was that was that a mental uh, leap for you?
0: You know, I think how we got over that is I had to earn the right to hire that person and okay. then understand that I earned a certain amount of income that would basically offset their salary.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I gave myself a savings because I know it's not going to happen exactly the way I want it to happen. <laughs> um, and so that it gave me. But we we use a 30, 60, 90. And so we'll know in the first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, yeah. if this is the right fit or not. And yeah. we set that expectation from the jump. Yeah. I'm not everybody's fit. That's yeah. okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so, but there is there are people out there, you know, that, that are right the right fit for yeah. The right Again, the right people for your people, right? Correct. Back yeah. to that. Back to that. Um, and so.
1: Clients and, and employees, right? The whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, I it will. The reason I ask that question is I see a lot of real estate agents that maybe aren't as planned. So, you you plan it out and say, I have to make X amount of dollars and I have to have X amount of savings. At that point, I can then justify hiring this person. Mm-hmm. That's a very strategic approach, right? What I see a lot of real estate agents do is. Um, I really need to hire somebody, man. Well, they're moving in pain. I'm going crazy.
0: They're deciding in pain.
1: Exactly. And then they hire somebody. They're like, man, you're not worth four grand. What am I paying you for?
0: Well, you know, we don't... In those moments we tend not to set up proper expectations mainly mm. because we think everybody revolves in our brain and they can hear what we're thinking and what we expect from them. Why
1: are you why are you calling me out on this? Well because I'm looking right at you. Okay. And yeah. uh Make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> No. You know I love you. You know I know you. Um,
0: cuz you and I are, are very similar creatures. Yes. We, so, we, we are very similar creatures. And um and I only have that insight is because I I constantly fail in that area as well. Yeah. And so I never really truly fail cuz I'm learning how to be better at my effective communication. I yeah. might be communicating and it may not be, be receiving be or being received. Obviously um, there's something
1: wrong with them, but
0: yes. Clearly. <laughs> um, but you know, it <laughs> yeah. is, it is how we show up. That's the only thing I can control is how I show up.
1: And like, what about, what about hiring your first coach? Was that a difficult decision? Because coaches, well, you can go into like a $400 a month program. Uh, the higher level ones are like two grand a month, right? Um, was it hard to make a decision to hire that first coach? Was it, or, or did you do the same thing when you hired your first employee? Because that's a that's an ongoing expense. You're not going to get everything you need to have a coach in 30 days. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's a long term play. Keeping them for a while.
0: Um, here, you know, I think looking back, hindsight is 2020, right? And um, I would have interviewed my coaches better. And mm. I was very fortunate to have great coaches. And I feel that maybe I kept some of my coaches uh, longer than I, I already outgrew them because I was afraid of having a hard conversation. Right. And so I would much rather encourage those hard conversations from the jump. Mm-hmm. And um, before there's some sort of uh, relationship built there yeah. Um, where it becomes it's hard familiar. to tell somebody you like.
1: Yeah. I'm moving on. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and so I think if, what, cause I am, I, I have, um, I've been coaching with the same coach for four years and, yeah. um, and you know, we just broke up <laughs> and that's how it feels. Yeah. Right. And so, but it was, it was mutual, not, not mutual, but it, you know, it was the right thing. Yeah. And he gave me some great insight on make sure you ask these questions, make sure you're not settling, make sure oh, you're really? doing that's the, how
1: That's how he, that's how the breakup went.
0: Yeah. And, um, cause he's an awesome coach. And you didn't
1: say something weird, like you got a droopy eye and I can't keep looking at it. Nothing <laughs> like that.
0: For, but, you know, 6.30 in the morning every Wednesday for the last four
1: years. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. So that that is commitment. That is the level yes. of, I mean, he coached me through OsteoStrong, other businesses. Yeah. He coached me through all the different she things. She says, I'm
1: tapping my pen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm going like this.
0: <laughs> you are a tapper. Tip tapper.
1: A tip tapper. Uh, <laughs> le- le- well, uh, so OsteoStrong was another business that you opened, mm-hmm. right? I think you recently sold it this last year. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, it, it, you know, I know you had a lot of passion for for. Well, going, I have
0: passion for helping people.
1: Yes, yeah. Go, going into that, um, is it? You know, a lot of a lot of real estate agents have side hustles, right? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say opening a franchise is a side hustle. That's a f- no. That full blown. That's a full. Yeah, it's a full time commitment. What would you say... now? When I say side hustle, um, selling Amway selling mm-hmm. usually some sort of multi-level marketing or, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, something, a trinket business, whatever. What would you say to those agents um, that try to mix doing real estate and also dropping in the fact that, oh, by the way, I, you know, they, 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 and I've seen business cards sometimes as a real estate agent, also mm-hmm. a notary and a, you know, mm-hmm. I sell Amway and Mary Kay. And, mm-hmm. Is that something that you're okay with, or is it something they should not be doing?
0: Oh, I'm not. I'm never going to tell somebody not to. Tr- Would you work, do it? Work for them. Um, y- You know, I was that person. I did have osteo strong and real estate, and right. I do investing and I flip properties. What does your
1: business card say? Does it say osteo strong real estate agent?
0: No, it doesn't. It okay. says uh, investor, realtor. Um, and, um, you know, I. I think that no matter what people decide that they need to do, they need to create time around it and time Mm -hmm. blocking, which, which business is going to move you forward. Yeah. Um, And if that other business is creating, you know, space that complements your first, you know, overflow, if that business isn't growing big, then I would, you know, if it's completely on the opposite end of what you're trying to do, you know, you have to make sure you have one successful business. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to tank both of them. Yeah. Um, and I'm chasing two rabbits like, that are way faster than you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think j- your time is in. You know, it's the most valuable asset that mm-hmm. you have, and you can't order more on Amazon. So you have to be very particular with mm-hmm. your time commitments. And when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And is that no? that you're saying by saying yes to these other things is it serving the bigger picture.
2: Right. And
0: so I think at the core it's like let's l- let's gain some clarity on what what are your priorities yeah. and what does that look like? You mm-hmm. can have all the businesses that you want to have and it will take time handled properly with strategy. Yeah. yeah. Um but I think it comes down to clarity on how that's going to serve the bigger picture on what it is that you actually want yeah. from it. You know, I think it was said recently um, and it just really struck home to me um, people don't get into business with you to achieve your goals. Mm, interesting. They yeah. get into business with you to achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. And as a leader, as a partner in helping them grow their business, it's important to gain clarity on what it. What are those goals? Mm-hmm. And then goal setting is not a a muscle that's been built, it, it's hard to goal set, like really goal set. Um, and I know we kind of talked about that at the beginning. And I think the reality is it is the season of goal setting and Mm -hmm. gaining clarity on what that looks like. And it's okay to say no to some things that maybe aren't serving. Um, I have been, you know, for so many years, I have set year goals Yeah. and, um, I was just given permission, give myself permission Mm -hmm. to set a 90 day goal to go I through the first term goals. I love it. I love it. Cause I set a goal for myself to make my bed and to work out and to do these things every single day. Cause there are small wins to help yeah. me continue to trigger those things that are actually mm-hmm. bringing me to, closer to that end goal that I yeah. want. And so I, for me, it was so much easier to chunk down and to like digest yep. and to also stay committed to. Because I can see the first quarter. I can see certain Mm -hmm. things. I'm very well of the trends of our of our market, what on pace for an election year, you know, how to really create that bunker. Winter is my season, you know, and really work our database and our touches, things like that. Um, And then pivot. Pivot. What do we need to do? I mean, that's inevitable. And so what is then the second quarter and third quarter? And fourth quarter going mm-hmm. into 2025 and the predictions of, you know, how robust that year is going to be. It starts with what I do now and yeah. gaining clarity and really working our systems and models so I can streamline the business and help people see that that is a easy way so you get your time back so you can do what you want to do. Can
1: I ask a little bit more of a, uh, a uh, interpersonal question that goes it goes along with real estate? Um, what is something that you know you need to be doing to succeed in real estate that that you're just you just don't and you, you maybe for whatever reason
0: oh, so simple it's yeah. lead gen and follow up okay luckily my husband he's like he just he's so good i love him shout out to him yeah. um, no, bright. he um no he hates it and mm. he will bite okay. he will just bite the bullet and do it. And I'll and do, do it. it. And I'll just do it a little differently.
1: Okay. Um, what do you mean by legion and fault? Give me an so example. So I just mean working like.
0: in my database, making calls, um, sending out those text messages, mm-hmm. sending making videos. Mm-hmm. I guess that's another thing that I should be really doing is making
1: videos. <laughs> <laughs> We've shot a lot of videos together. Oh my god. And it, it, they it's do like, work good.
0: They work so they good, good yeah. but they're so hard for me to do it. I don't know yeah, why. I yeah. only need to do it one, one and one done. Time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you remember um, there for a while? You and I were shooting videos, and um, you got on this this karate kick thing for a while. Oh, my God. High kicks. Yeah. <laughs> right? You'd, I was like. Roll with it, Tiffany. Right on. <laughs> do do your <laughs> intros and outros with karate chops, whatever, man. Felt right.
0: It but, felt right. But, at you the know, moment. but
1: that that's what was so nice about um, when we were shooting a lot of videos together was um, it was free flow. Like it was like, here's the topic. Go.
0: You know, I'm itching. I'm like, what are these questions? You know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about 40-year interest rates. I want to talk about people being forced into renting. Uh, you know all the things I want to talk yeah. about, but we're talking about how to build a business. Uh, how to succeed in real estate. <laughs>
1: so, um, so uh, lead gen and follow-up. That, that would that would suggest, um, like, let's take a past client database, right? Uh, how often are you touching that past client uh, right. past client database?
0: That's super important. Um, at Color Williams, they're very. They give great systems and mm-hmm. models. and They have 32, si- 32 touch, or excuse me, thirty-six touch plans, seventy-two touch plans. Um, they're smart plans that people.
1: Seventy-two touch—that's more than once a week. Mm-hmm. That's a lot.
0: That's a lot yeah. of touches. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> wow. Well. Let's keep it clean. And I'm doing my best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this hasn't gone off rails, and some t- some of our conversations have gone off rails over the years, and so this is great that it's called growth, Tim. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> maturity, growth, wisdom. Yes, wisdom. We're reading um, we're reading the room properly. We're on a podcast that other professionals are mm-hmm. going to listen to, right? So we yeah. want to read that room, and
0: yeah. they all, you know, I think they're they're downloading what what they need. Um, they want to earn more. They have to learn more, yeah. and you're creating space to learn different tips, tactics that work for others that they can apply in their business. So, yeah. uh, thank you for providing those tips and resources to people.
1: Yeah, awesome. Well, so then let's let's jump to um, let's jump to what is kind of the number one most important thing that you actually are doing. Not, I had to call you out on, what are you not doing? Because we all have things that we need uh-huh. to be doing that we're not, right? My weekly calls, my weekly structure, um, I know I need to do it and I try hard to do it. Um, I think you probably got uh, some information from me in the last day or two that I had sent out. Oh, yeah. I didn't have time to make my calls, so I sent out texts, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, here's an update about some stuff that can help you in your business. I always want to mm-hmm. add value whenever I whenever I do a touch point with somebody, I want to add I think
0: value. you're very good at that. I it's yeah. It comes via email, comes via text, it comes via marquee. <laughs>
1: <Whenever> <laughs> somebody, somebody's delivering it, right? Like, like so, somehow or another, it's be, it's being delivered. Hey,
0: it's success through others, yes, and so, with others.
1: So, what is it that you're doing that you find to be probably the most important thing to sustain and grow your business right now? Don't say, don't say, contacting your database because you just said that's the one thing you have a hard time. With. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I already called myself out on that. (laughs)
0: Completely. No. Um, All right. I think that it is getting creative. You know, I Mm -hmm. think there's a saying, meet people where they are. Yeah. But don't leave them there.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: And I believe that there are so many different ways we can help serve our clients. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of people that whether they're relocating, PCSing, if they are underwater, mm. if they are, have no equity and they're forced with the move or yeah. a family, a family change of sorts is how to provide resource and get creative. Yeah. Um, and we have been um, working in that realm mm-hmm. of being creative. You know, we, we see a lot of you know, we, we don't have a lot of inventory. A lot of people are sitting on their home waiting for a change. They don't want to give up their good rate. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasoning, um, and variables behind that. Those are the, a couple of the bigger ones is where are they going to go? The interest rate is a big one. They're
1: going to go buy a house. It's not going to be any cheaper of a house and the interest rate is going to be double.
0: Correct. So, and then they also are looking at, um, you know that the home needs some repairs Yeah. done, and one of the things that I've done, and, and you know this, I I do love the the ins and out of real estate, mm-hmm. and at the core, I'm your homegirl Tiff. I do yeah. homegirl things. Yeah. I like to flip and remodel and mm-hmm. help people do small things that are going to get them a bigger bang for their buck yep. in the end. And so it's meeting people where they are, understanding their financial circumstances mm-hmm. and being a guide to help move them forward, um, and explore different resources to get that. Done you know what's
1: interesting about that is, is one of, to me, I, I really like the sales process a lot. I think it makes a, a lot of sense for my brain and I, I really like it. And what you're saying is meet people where they're at. Um, but don't leave them there. And one key thing in selling in and in general sales aspect is when somebody has a question, has a concern or has a opinion, a belief, whatever it is that's ingrained, I want to align with you wherever you're at. Right. as I'm talking to you, I'm going to align with you. Mm-hmm. And as I align with you now, we can be, even on maybe on the smallest level, we can be in sync. But then that allows me then to guide you. If I come in like a bull in a China shop and I'm going to guide you, boy. I'm going to I'm going to tell you, look, you're going to go this way and this is going to do this and it's going to happen. You're going to be like, I don't, know, I don't know, I don't know, right? If I can meet you there and say, "Okay, now we're friends. Now we've we've made that connection." Now you can trust me. Let me guide you to where where I want to go. And that is in a basic sales process is very important to get somebody from that initial consultation to, "Hey, I am hiring Tiffany to be my real estate agent uh, to buy or sell or whatever it is." And then it makes me think, imagine if everybody did this like I don't know in politics, right? And mm-hmm. we had we had civil discourse to where it was. I understand that this is your deep seated belief, and there's a reason you have that belief. And I can understand that maybe I would fall in line. So we're very, very close, being in that same situation. And this, you know, and we make that connection, and then it allows us to have a civil dif- discourse to where we can say, "Here's another thought. Here's another idea." Yeah, I think what
0: you're saying is trust, and people don't trust. What what's the saying? People don't care until they know how much you care, or
1: was that saying? Yeah. Uh, thanks for messing it up. And that now I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. People people don't uh, care how much you know until they know how much you care. Thank you. Yes. Um Man, you you literally oh. built like a cement block on that thought, yeah, and yeah. I was like, eh, "It's it's gone." It's, yeah, but
0: you pulled it out. I was proud. I of I
1: I cried. kicked the wall down. Is See? what I did. I ra- I'm oh. running off on you. Yes, okay. I it. Do you, kicked you have it?
0: shoes on? Are you sock- Are you in your socks right now?
1: <laughs> Maybe. I lo- I
0: love that you're in your socks. Why did okay. I not get that memo? <laughs> I, I, you know,
1: I I, I don't know. It's, I'm in my Christmas I, socks. I don't know. Yeah, it's comfortable, I guess. I, love I like that. it. I, I
0: love I, that I, you kicked that high. That I could tell that you did not have shoes on. Also proud of you. Yes, yes, for it's, yes. Yeah, try, um, try to stretch from time you know, to time. You I, know, I think the reality, um, I, I think you're right on the trust side that people get into business with you in any mm-hmm. aspect when you can have, you can see them. We talked yeah. about that. When you can hear what they have to say, you can disagree with it um, and then you can help guide them.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I think you nailed it where. You know, you have to ask the questions and you can align with where they Mm -hmm. are. And then by asking those questions and not bulldozing what your expectation is, understanding where theirs is and where they're looking to Mm -hmm. go, then you can craft the strategy in order to get
1: them there. And if you, if you truly believe in your product, you truly believe that you are going to represent this, this buyer or the seller better than, better than anybody, then you're the professional. They're not the professional, it's you. And so if you don't make that connection, it's, it's you Mm -hmm. that that didn't make that, that didn't make that connection Mm -hmm. because they are exactly where they are. And I like what you said, you know, let's meet them where they are, but let's not leave them there. And Mm -hmm. that that comes down to alignment. And I think alignment comes down to questions and be able to ask questions comes down to, um, a proper beginning presentation of yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you can ask those questions. You have to be smart enough to ask those questions.
0: There's great books. Um, there's podcasts on how to ask better questions. Yeah. All available to us. And it could be as easy as the who, what, when, yeah. where. Tell yeah. me more. Yeah, I'd you like know? to hear more. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. How's that going to feel? You know, um, I, I I get in
1: trouble for saying this, but as a guy, I have a hard time um, going any deeper than surface level with. Asking those questions. So, well, I feel like that's like, a hallucination you, that you have on yourself. See, everybody <laughs> everybody is, tells me that. That is but a
0: tape that you need to re... Hmm. Uh, I re- need to erase it? Uh-huh. I think it's... So. To, or, and replace it.
1: Did you Did you listen to um, cassette tapes growing yeah. up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: I had yeah. Tony Robbins in my ear.
1: Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you started listening to Tony Robbins? I was in my 20s. Yeah, I was too, actually. It's about when I, my my brother-in-law, uh, Mark, introduced me to it. I was... Um, I was... Jeez, I had to be... I don't even... I was pretty young like like early early 20s yeah, and too. I was working at a at a bicycle shop and he comes in and and he was like my new brother-in-law and he's talking to me he's like what do you want to do? I was like uh ride my bike. <laughs> he's like no but what do you want to do? Sell people bikes so I can ride a nicer bike. I <laughs> don't <laughs> you know, He's like and so he and there was a bookstore next door to us and so he like he's like we we need to go next door. So he walks mm-hmm. me next door. And he picks up all these Tony Robbins tapes. He's like, "You need to go and start listening to these." The first time I listened to that, I was like, "This guy is nuts. Yeah. He is off his rocker." I kind of just want to listen to Pearl Jam right now, so I don't, I don't like. Where, I gotta go. Where we? Yeah, I don't. Where are we? <laughs> where are we going with this, Mister <laughs> Mister Crazy? But then after a while, I, I decided to give it a chance, and I started listening to it, and and I thought, okay, this is this is actually a lot of really good information. I can see how people would think it's it's. It's kooky, um, but at the same time, if you look at it and just say from a personal stand, and, and what I've realized through listening to that, and 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 kind of really, I ended up putting a good chunk of my of my life, like kind of focused on on this stuff. I realized though that I didn't even understand most of it because it didn't. I was too number one. I was too young to have the to have the life experience to understand where the heck he's even coming from on this, right? And, and so then it just got to be a story in my head without truly understanding. And then as I got older and challenges came up and business challenges and family challenges. So all these things come up and then, and then the, the typical life stuff where you go to that inner, you know, that inner Tim place that sometimes is a scary neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm in there and I'm like, wait a minute. Now that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that I prepared and planned mm-hmm. to have that data to help me. Now
0: it's pre-programming to help, to
1: help me navigate this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Don't know how we got on the top of Tony Robbins. I oh, know, but, but hey. I went there with you. Yeah, good. we were there. We, was like, mm-hmm. we were in the same car. That's yeah, what we were. The reason we got there is I asked if you listened to cassette tapes because yes. on the back of a cassette tape... Um, if you put a little piece of tape over the little dip, you could record over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you told me how to erase that tape. And the first thing I thought was, man, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make a mixed tape for Tiffany when this is done. This you is going to be great. He's just going to have Tony Robbins clips through the whole entire thing. Now the question is, are you going to be able to find a cassette player to play that thing? That's going to be a little tough.
0: I think I saved one in my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could
1: buy an old car. They probably have one. So yeah. uh, what would you tell a real estate agent? that, um, is brand new to the business? How do they, and I'm going to switch this. I'm going to give you two elements to this question. Okay. What would you tell them to win? And in context, meaning, um, if it was you and you had to go land in a brand new area of the country that you have never been in, that same advice would have to work for you there, right? You don't know anybody in this new area, just like a brand new agent comes to town. They don't know anybody. What are the first things that What are the absolute necessities? The First things they have to do to start generating business.
0: Um, it's a relationship business. It's not but a transactional one. And so you would beat the pavement, and start building and nurturing, harvesting relationships,
1: okay.
0: um, and adding to your database.
1: We'll get, let's break that down We call further.
0: it the data bank. And so make deposits in your data bank. Yeah. Maybe that's five entries a day that you're adding. How do I adding. find those five? Well, you go you find the motivated who's your motivated buyer
1: well i'm I'm at my house and i'm brand new here i don't know anybody where do i go to what do i do like do i go to the starbucks and start talking to people what do i do
0: well you go to the google
1: (laughs) (laughs) i told i told the guy yesterday i asked him we were were doing something uh i said are you in front of the google machine Mm -hmm. he said what is that i said uh (laughs) Do you have a computer? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to show them where to do a mortgage calculation really mm-hmm. quick and easy, faster than we can even do it. Right? Google has a fantastic mortgage yeah, they calculator. Yeah, I do. I use and it all there. the time. No yeah, offense, it's, it's, but, it's, I, it's, I, but then oh, I go no. to
0: you guys, I always call and I yeah. want the particulars, and you know that. Well,
1: I, I use the Google machine for really, really, really quick calculations as well. Mm-hmm. It's built mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah, so, and teach yeah. people how to do the same.
0: Yeah, um, and so I would go to who aligns. You know mm-hmm. what? Who are you trying to serve? Okay. Then go put yourself in those positions, and then who knows your customer before you do, yeah. um, and you start building that relationship mm-hmm. and harvesting those and showing up. Um, I think. Give, give it, me a
1: couple specific examples on that. Um, I, I know. I know. I'm digging. But is it? Do I? Do I go to church and start building a network group? Do I join a yeah. B&I? Do yeah. I go to a coffee shop and realize that the same guys here doing nothing every single morning? And, and talk you to talk him. to
0: people. You got to get out of your own head. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, people get in their head. You're dead. Mm. Um, and so you get out of your own head and you get into action yeah. and you have to create clarity around that act, what that action is mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of shiny objects that are always flashed in yeah. front of people with regards to social social media mm-hmm. and that is a great tool It's one of the tools in the toolbox that you are going to Not the tool it's a tool It is a tool yep. um, and you can't build the house with just one tool yeah I mean I don't think you can.
1: I tried a two by four with a hammer one time. Um, it was all splintery. Didn't just, it work out. No, nah, it didn't. I mean it was everything was. I know so the goal was to
0: you know, you want to earn more than learn more. So get into classes, get into the communities. Yes. If you want, if that's your people, you go to where your people are and then who knows your people before you do. Mm. So building a database of over 200 there, it's a numbers game. We go back to simplifying it, Mm -hmm. but at 201, the average real estate agent will generate a six figure income. When a database of over 201 and it's worked, is, will mm-hmm. generate that type of income.
1: That's amazing, right? And that, and that's the nice thing that I like ab- about that is that is that is statistical math. That's not um, that's not a you should. It's it, not but, a
0: feeling or a fluff. It's right. you, This is what most people say they want to get into the business making this type of mm-hmm. income. Let's work back on that, which means we need X amount of appointments a day in order to generate this. And where is that going to come from? Well, it's going to come from a data bank that you've been depositing in, mm-hmm. which is a relationship business. And you're working that data And bank. you're working that data yeah. bank. It's and you're constantly adding yeah. to it. And you're going back to the ABCs. You're adding value. Yeah. You're adding value to the people that you're, ser- you're serving by being resourceful in those different communities, connecting people and understanding what is their pain? What is their need? How can I be a solution to that? And then in turn, that creates that raving fan base. Um, And that will continue to give you that repeat and referral business. And that is how a strong foundation is built to build the real estate business, the business side of real
1: estate. So um, anything else that you would like to add? If you had something in your mind before you got here, which by the way, we didn't even talk about any of this. This is kind of how we used to Shoot videos. You show up. We hit record, and we just kind of started going. So I am the uh, variable. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, no, hi, no. It's me.
0: I'm the problem. It's uh, me.
1: Do you know who you're talking to here? This is exactly how I want to do this. <laughs> I hate the I hate the preparation ahead of time. It's yeah. It's that's that's and that's something I've got to work on is my my preparation. I'm I'm I want to hit I want I want to hit the full steam ahead mm-hmm. right out of the gate at basically everything I do. So.
0: You know, if I have to, any closing remarks, if you would, or um, yeah. I think the reality is is there is a lot of misinformation out there that is being funneled into our industry. And there's a lot of fires that mm-hmm. are, are currently burning houses down, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Um, and so we have to stand at the forefront and really navigate those conversations and guide people through them with actual facts. And what I mean is... There's going to be a lot of people left behind building wealth through real estate. And Mm -hmm. I don't want those to be my fellow agents. And I certainly don't want to be my fellow community members either. Um, When you have big box uh, businesses that have been in our community for the last few years buying up investment properties, Mm -hmm. the interest rates are high right now. The buyers are the investors. Yeah. You know, they're, they don't care about the commissions. They don't care about the yeah. rates, right? They're buying up all of this property. And when you have those companies coming out and saying by 2030, you're going to rent and you're going to like it. Yeah. And then you have bigger corporations coming out like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and I'm yeah. not trying to tell you your lane, but yeah. they have a 40 year mortgage coming out, mm-hmm. right? Then a 50 year and a six year. Grant yeah. Cardone just came out today talking about if you might see it in our lifetime, a hundred-year mortgage. That's because the numbers have to make sense.
1: Have you ever looked at an amortization schedule and see how much interest you pay in the Correct. first the first quarter of the? Yeah. Then we're going to mix that to a fifty years. You're going to finally start paying fifty percent of your principal as your, as your payment. And right.
0: so the rea- like that is a scary realistic. Projection mm-hmm. that we can help people navigate; otherwise, they will be forced into renting.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac also jumped on the uh, subprime wagon at one point. They didn't call it subprime, but they, you know. So, and oh, I'm not calling looks, them out. They, they, there's I'll a lot them of opportunity. I, I, I could give you probably ten other items that they're absolutely horrible at, and simultaneously, I can give you a few items that Nars terrible at as well. Well,
0: 100. Right? I mean, hey, it's it's the human element, you know. Um, and I, I just think that you have to uh, inform yourself, inform others, and get creative on what that looks like.
1: You know, I, I saw uh, yesterday um, a news article that said there's, th- they pulled out a couple of big investment companies. And they said that they are specifically buying, they called it school zone buying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they said there's 21 zip codes in America where they're buying as much as they can because they know that, guess what? It's a good school zone it's a good whatever it is um it's a good uh our school district not school mm-hmm. zone. our school district um we know that this, these zip codes are high demand mm-hmm. right and they're going to continue to be high demand mm-hmm. whereas if i'm buying in a um you know a, a bad neighborhood maybe it, that demand is not always going to be there so they've picked 21 across the country that they are gobbling up everything that they can and so and I've been seeing a lot where they say, well, you know, one person says, oh, it's 44% of all the investment properties were by, you know, BlackRock and all these other other places. And then uh, I've seen a lot of others where it's actually not that level, not even close to that level, but it's still a trend that is pushing the average homeowner. You and I that hey look I want to retire with a dozen uh, with a dozen rentals right and be and be very happy with it and and that that's a great that could even build generational wealth at no that, that point, will right? build generational wealth right and you look at that if done you, correctly right and and I want to I want to go down that route uh, but when I have to compete against how to state big money and open doors and I don't know if you guys are allowed to call people out or not but the, these big you know I, buying, for a, yeah, I buy I buy uh, power, I I buy platforms. The, mm-hmm it's difficult to buy in those areas without having somebody come in like, Hey, I have to pay cash. Like we're, we're done. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's very difficult to, um, very difficult to maneuver as a, as a home buyer. Mm-hmm. So, and I did see a, I did see a guy the other day told me, um, no, it was a video. He didn't tell me. I thought he was talking to me. I he took was. it, I took it he very, per, I took it, was. it very personal. I was invested in this two and a half minute video. Very invested. <laughs> um, But he was mentioning that, hey, um, as rates go lower, because demand is still high, it's still a seller's market, right? It's supply and demand. It's simple economics. And he says, as soon as rates go down, we're estimating three rate cuts next year by the Mm -hmm. Fed, uh, Mm -hmm. approximately 150 basis point total cut over the next year. When that happens, and if rates go down and the demand's still there, prices are going to then jump again. Mm -hmm. So you jump in right now at a 7% interest rate, six and a half, six and three quarters, whatever it is, get it, and. Next year, when the demand goes up, uh, and we can't predict the future, it's it's. I mean, it you're going to have instant equity. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people, I say stuff like Well, you can't predict that. I talk to guys. Oh, you can't predict that. You're right. I can't, but I can tell you, um, traditionally, over the last say ten years, five years, what twenty years, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever, however you want to look at that. It's my phone again. Mm-hmm. Uh, however you want to look at that, it it is a very very good investment. Well,
0: and I think that's where it even couples back to. In order to make it appealing to the consumer, that's where mm-hmm. the 40 and 50 year mortgage rates will come in to make it a little bit more, you know, consumable.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's it's almost it's <clears throat> almost terrifying to me because... It
0: 100% is. And that's why I want to help people understand you got to dictate and you got to have those conversations yeah. now and plan because mm-hmm. it's happening whether you yeah. like it or not. And so if, if you don't want to be an agent buying and selling real estate, you buy property. Yeah. Buy property property yeah. and get creative with it and get with other people and go in together on yeah. buying it.
1: I know you guys do a lot of I've talked to Brian about a few of those and they've mm-hmm. a lot of creative ideas on, mm-hmm. on becoming an investor. So how do people get a hold of you? They'd like to pick your brain a little bit more, Tiffany. Do they call your phone?
0: Yes, they can call my phone or they can text.
1: Do they, do they email you? Do they knock on your door at dinner time? <laughs>
0: It. <laughs> uh, um, yes, My address can, is 123 Main Street. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> you can, <laughs> pop by anytime. Right, pop by anytime. I, that's a good one, Tim. I'm going to use yeah, that. No, enough. they can they can call us. They can call our team. That's probably yeah. the easiest way. Yeah. 719-999-5789. Um, that is our homebound team mainline. And um, I'm on social media and my cell phone's out there too. Um, It's all over the MLS. Four
1: nines, two ones. It's quite the number. It is. That's good. I'm glad you did that. Well, that wraps up another episode of Cut to the Chase with Tiffany Kennedy. Join us again next week, every week, where we cut to the chase with successful real estate agents. That wraps up another episode of Agent Success Podcast. Remember, You can find new episodes each week at agentsuccesspodcast.com. We hope you found the insights and best practices shared today truly valuable. And if you did, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, your success is a journey of learning and improvement. So let's keep hustling, thriving, and learning. Until next week, this is Tim Chase.